Hello, we welcome you to this week's edition of Inside the Lines, the high school sports podcast here on scoopswithdannymac.com and Sports Caravan. I'm Jim Powers. And, you know, a lot of great coaches are in this area, and people don't give them the credit that's due. The people don't understand the hours upon hours upon hours that the high school coaches put in with, you know, with our student athletes. And over the last couple of weeks, um, it was announced that one of our local coaches, who's a very good friend of mine, and he's been a big supporter of the caravan since we started this thing off, gosh, 12, 13 years ago. He was named to the Missouri uh, Sports Hall of Fame, you know, for for what he's done coaching our student athletes. And he's the head coach of Priory, Bob McCormick and, and Bobby Mack. First off, congratulations. And it's it's an honor that should have happened a little bit earlier than when it did. But it's awesome that you're going to be now another Hall of Famer in such a prestigious group with the Missouri State High School, with the Missouri High School uh, Hall of Fame. Well, thanks for having me on, Jimmy. It's it's an honor and a privilege to to get together with you this afternoon. And um, I guess one thing I can say about the Hall of Fame induction, it means that I've been around for a long time and I guess I've had some pretty good players along the way, but, uh, you know, I think I'm doing, I'm doing, I, in my coaching profession, I'm doing things that a lot of dads and moms would want to do for their career. And, uh, it's just not work for me. It's so enjoyable. Yeah. You know, Bob, let, let's, you know, we'll talk about where you rank being in the, the Missouri hall of fame here in a little bit, but you've won state championships. You, you, you've, You've taken your kids to the highest level here in the state of Missouri. What does that mean for you to be a part as a coach of seeing so many outstanding young men have come through your programs where you've coached over the last bunch of years, just to see where they're at now and to see what they're doing, just not, you know, on the court, but now in their careers and just the kids that you've had a chance to touch their lives a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Jimmy. One of the things that's that I think is is uh, near and dear to my heart is the relationships that you build with your players during the time that you coach them, but even more so after they uh, after they graduate and get into the real world. Um, you know, I've had NBA players, and I've had doctors, and I've had thirteenth men, and that thirteenth man is just as important is the guys that have played in the NBA and the guys that are, that are saving lives today. So, um, you know, it's very gratifying for me to be, um, you know, part of their life and, and, and continue to be part of their life as, as they check back in with me and walk through the doors to a game or a practice. And, um, it's just, it puts a smile on my face to, to, to know that that relationship still, still is happening. How did you get into coaching? And let, let, let's go back, uh, and I'm not going to say a long way because, you know, it hasn't been that much, but how, how did you fall into coaching? You know, how did you become to love doing what you do and teaching the game? Well, uh, my, my dad was a pro baseball player. He played for the St. Louis Browns and the Baltimore Orioles in the early 50s. Uh, signed a pro contract right out of, uh, right out of high, Mercy High School, and he was my coach in grade school at Christ the King grade school in U city, um, not only for basketball, but all of my sports. And, um, I'm the youngest of four boys and he coached my older brothers as well. So, um, just the way he handled, uh, myself and my friends, my classmates, um, 
I, I got to the point where this might this might be something that that I might, might want to do for the rest of my life. And then when I got to CBC and I I had the privilege, the true privilege of playing for DC Wilcut for four years, um, I knew there and then that uh, that was something that I wanted to do just because of the way that that he affected my life. So my dad and, and Coach Wilcut, uh, Paul Foltz coached me for the St. Louis Zips. Um, he was a big influence in my life as well. So um, I saw the impact that they could have, and and I wanted to emulate that. You know, talking about the years of playing, you know, for D.C., and everybody knows in the coaching area, the high school level, D.C. was – he's right up there on the Mount Rushmore of high school coaches here in the metro area, if not in the state. How did, how did you kind of take some of the things that he coached you – that you implemented when when you started your coaching career, you know, on the high school level. I I think patience are, are a big key with with some of these high school players. You know, these 15, 16, and 17 year olds determine how you feel for a, a five to five and a half month period throughout that winter. Um, DC was kind of the the Morgan Wooden of of high, of high school coaches just by the way he handled players and. Um, you know, you just learned more than just basketball with him. He was a, a, an unbelievable teacher in the classroom. He he taught history, and uh, he was he was one of those guys that affected uh, not only the the basketball players but the whole the whole community at CBC. And uh, uh, some of the things that I've taken from him are uh, you, you got to give kids the opportunity to play. He let you know he he took a chance on me as a freshman. And, uh, you know, moved me up and, uh, you know, I've always I've always taken that adage of, um, you know, what if a young man's good enough to play on the varsity varsity level at a young age, I'm going to move them up and I'm going to move them along. It's just just like subject matter in the classroom. Um, I'm not going to hold a young man back if he's capable of doing doing the things on a varsity level. So let's fast forward just a little bit you get the opportunity to coach at your alma mater. How awesome was that to, you know, you, you played for DC, you, you graduated, and then you had the opportunity to coach at CBC. I mean, talk a little bit about that and, and just how unbelievable and un incredible it was to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, I, you know, most people put a quote next to their senior year picture and my quote was, I'd like to come back to CBC, teach and be the head basketball coach. And I got the opportunity to do that for 18 years. And for that, I am extremely thankful. Um, what's funny was I came as the head coach at Ladue High School from there. Um, I succeeded uh, a, a great coach named Bob Lang at, uh, at, at uh, Ladue. And he was there for over 30 years, even when I got there. And people say, when you get to Ladue, you never leave. Well, I, I lasted five years, um, had, a, had a wonderful experience at Ladue. Uh, Chuck McKenna, the, the superintendent, hired me along with Mike Ramming, the athletic director. Um, but I had to say goodbye to Ladue to kind of follow my dream and, and uh, head back to my alma mater. So uh, wonderful years at CBC and, uh, you know, I'm still doing it today at Priory and just absolutely love it here you, you know talk about some of those teams you have we'll, we'll talk about the priority kids here in a little bit talk about some of those teams you had at cbc and i remember when i 
moved here back in the early 2000s, you know, coming to a CBC game and seeing, you know, seeing their coach and just, you know, from a coaching background that I have, just watching you coach and watching you interact with the kids. I mean, it's really incredible. But you talk about some of the kids you had the opportunity to coach there at CBC. Just absolutely unbelievable stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I just got back from, uh, from Houston in the final four and, and I got to see Bayheim who recruited Larry Hughes. I got to see Bob Huggins who recruited him, uh, got to spend some time with Fran McCaffrey and Calipari and those guys. But, um, my time at CBC, especially early on, um, I had the opportunity before I even took the job to visit with the, my assistant coach, Kevin Grower, who uh, played for, for his dad, Rich, at St. Louis U, and then played for Tubby Smith at, at Tulsa, uh, lost to Georgia Tech in the NCAA tournament. So Kevin had a wealth of knowledge, even at a young age. And I, I kind of bounced some things off him on, on uh, you know, why, uh, what's, what's great about the players? What do, what do we need to work on when, when, and if I do take this job, um, I took it. And, uh, my first year we won the state championship with, with, uh, with Tatum and Hughes and Mark Stricker and Ryan Johnson and Aaron Bartoni. We just had a, we had, we had the perfect ingredient to, to do it because we had athleticism, we had shooters, we had leadership, uh, all those things that a coach absolutely loves. And, uh, we we don't like to talk about losses, but we did go twenty eight and four that year. Um, lost to Desmet twice, lost to Harvey Thornton, and then lost to Webster Groves the night my son Bobby Junior was born. I can remember walking in the locker room and uh, and saying, "Boys, let's let's put this one past us. I got more important things." <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, um, yeah, Bobby was born on that January 29th of 97. So, um, after that game, we never lost another game. And, uh, on March 15th, won the state championship in Columbia against the independence Truman. Ironically in that, in that, uh, in that game, uh, in the second half, we had two field goals, one, three and one, two point and 15 free throws and one 41, uh, 51 to 35. Um, funny how coaches remember that, but if somebody would have told me you're only going to score two, two field goals, in the <laughs> half, I would have said, you're probably going, we're going to lose the state championship, but, uh, the boys knew what they were doing and they made me look like a decent coach. So, yeah. Uh, at CBC, uh, I can remember Joe Buck doing the game. I had the opportunity to coach against uh, the one and only Morgan Wooden. We played DeMatha in the primetime game at Keith Pickett's shootout one year. Um, got a chance to coach against Antoine randall and Melvin Eli when we played Harvey Thornton. Um, just all those memories of Patrick McCaw, who I started to coach in the in the first grade at Christ the King. He was in... He was in my brother Bobby's class uh, at Christ the King. So I coached him all the way through Christ the King. And then he ends up coming to CBC. And now he's he he gets to wear three rings, two with the Warriors and one with the Raptors. So Patrick was a great player. Jordan Barnett, um, you know, all these guys that uh, from Division One, Division Two, NAIA, Division Three, um, all those guys. We, I had guys that were on the bench that got to go play college basketball, which was uh, very fortunate for them. So, 
and now Priory, and you just you brought the winning to a program that was really shuffling their feet, and you know you've got that you know you've got that Priory train going in the right direction. You've had some great kids over there as well over the last uh, three four years. Oh my goodness, uh, Harrison Wilmson, who's yeah. starting as a sophomore at at, uh, at Illinois Wesleyan, which is a great academic school. Uh, Danny Kazmarek went up to Williams College, which is one of the toughest. Uh, universities to go to in the country. Uh, and he had a good four-year career up there. So, um, you know, uh, out here at Priory, it is the true student athlete. Sports are curricular. So our boys are good. I, I tell them, we're going to make you play sports. Um, and for some of the guys that come into Priory, they've never really played on a, on a, on a team and, uh, they end up, uh, trying some things that they've never had before. And, and, uh, it's it's just a great experience for them because it does build so much character and, and friendships for for really the rest of their life. You know, and and Bob, you can't become a member of a Hall of Fame as a head coach without great assistant coaches. I know that from the time I was a head coach and the many years I was an assistant coach. But you've been blessed to have so many great guys that have sat in that number two, number three chair on your benches. You know, between Ledoux, CBC, now Priory. I mean, talk about those guys and what they've meant to you and running your programs. Well, it's kind of funny you mentioned that, Jimmy, because uh, last Saturday, Paul Jackstadt, who was a great player for Virgil Fletcher at uh, Collinsville High School, uh, just got inducted into the Quincy Basketball Hall of Fame this past Saturday. And uh, I had the opportunity to learn from him at CBC uh, after Kevin Grauer uh, left. But, uh, you know, I've had uh, tremendous coaches at Ledoux. I had Todd Bosler, who ended up getting the job after I left. Um, I currently um, actually have uh, David Johnson, who was uh, played at Southeast Missouri State, and uh, he uh, went, went overseas for about six years to play. Uh, I have John Pierre Mitchum, who's also my assistant here at Priory, who played for me at Ledoux. <laughs> um, <laughs> So he's he's an administrator out here at Priory. And then I have Dr. Vaughn Griesbauer, who was the head coach at Gateway. And then um, uh, he's been teaching here, uh, doctorate from Rutgers, and just a, a tremendous help on, on my bench. So um, you ask me about my assistant coaches. I, am, uh, I have a plethora of them. Um, and when you have when you have that kind of basketball knowledge surrounding you, you look at things from different ways. And I think that's what prepares our team so well. And I think that's why we've been so successful. This is a total, total team effort. Yeah. And people don't understand. I mean, you know, assistant coaches don't get nearly the amount of, you know, love and attention that the head coaches get. And I know that from sitting, you know, on the number two chair, sitting at the number one chair as a varsity assistant, then taking over my own program when I coached back in Ohio. And the assistants don't get the, the the love that they deserve because they're the ones that are up until three, four o'clock in the morning watching film. They're the ones that are letting kids into the gym at 630 in the morning to get shots up. And that's where, you know, the guys that you just mentioned and I mean, they deserve all the accolades as well as you for, you know, getting the Hall of Fame call. Yeah, as I put together my speech here for for Saturday down in Springfield, that's that's one of my focal points, talking about the uh, the assistant coaches and just how valuable they are, and 
not only as coaches, but but our friendship grows. And, uh, you know, you, you as a head coach, you, you learn to look at things in a little different way sometimes if if you've got these great basketball minds. So um, David Johnson actually runs a program called Machine Elite, in addition to coaching our one of our seventh grade teams here at Priory. He's our JV coach and then sits on the bench with me uh, for the varsity game. So you talk about logging some hours. These assistant coaches really log a ton of hours and are, are just invaluable. Let's talk a little bit about the game of basketball right now. And Bob, you, you've been doing it for a minute. The game has evolved a little bit since, you know, back when I played and when I first started coaching to where it is right now. Talk a little bit about how you as a coach have had to kind of evolve with the way that the game has changed to where it's a lot more of a quicker pace, a lot more pressing, a lot more, you know, being put on the offensive end and trying to do what you do, what you love best, and that's coaching defense. Yeah, you know what, we – you know, wherever I've been, I, I think it's important for for coaches to understand their personnel and, and what they can and can't do. Um, you know, I've always said, you know, as much as a team scouts us, uh, they have to worry about what we do as well. And uh, I've always, as a coach, tried to dictate the tempo on both ends of the floor, um, you know, and use use that one three one uh, trapping defense to to create offense. But as far as the, the way the game is evolved today, um, I think kids are in the in the gym a lot longer. Uh, they have these personal trainers. They have nutritionists. They have uh, they really kind of kind of watch uh, the true players uh, spend the time and 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 know that they're gonna, they're going to get uh, get something out of the time that they spend in the gym and. Um, well, one thing about here at Priory is our doors are always open um, and the kids can come in and play at any time. So they they spend their time in the gym. And, you know, I have camps in the summertime and and the boys will work the camps and then work out for a couple hours afterwards. So on the, they're on their feet all day long. They've got a ball in their hand all day long. So uh, that's why you see these guys that, that they're ranking, you know, third, fourth and fifth graders. Now he's the fifth best uh, greater in the, in the country, you know? So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's gotten to that, um, the analytics and, and everything that's involved in it. Um, you know, these, these college coaches are offering grade school kids now, uh, scholarships. So it's, it's, uh, you just gotta, gotta go with what you have. And, and, uh, my motto here at Priory is you get what you get and you don't throw a fit because my average ACT right now on my team is 30. So I'm dealing with some guys that uh, I'm dealing with some guys that are excellent in the classroom and uh, just really, really mature young men. You know, the one thing, too, that, that I love about you, and not only as a coach, but as a friend, I remember when COVID hit and, you know, the basketball coaches or the, the, the officials association were trying to figure out how we're going to do some training and, you were my first call to say, hey, would you sit on this Zoom call and kind of talk about how we can build a game and get officials? And, and if you, I didn't even have the last sentence out of my mouth. And you said yes. You know, yeah. about giving back to basketball, not only with, you know, players and coaches and all that, but also with the officials, because you understand and realize that, you know, the game of basketball grows when everybody is growing along with the game. Yeah, absolutely. And, and our officials actually do a great job. They they work at it. 
Um, there are some that end up retiring that you really wish as a coach would stick around because they 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 have the intuitiveness to to uh, to, to know what a how, how the flow of a game, how it should be called, and the really good ones uh, need to stick around a little bit longer. You know, when I first when I first got out of college, I was uh, Ron Zetcher actually had me officiate, and I was in about four different college conferences and uh, still trying to coach and do some things. And uh, uh, I had to make a decision on whether I wanted to stick with coaching or officiating. And uh, I have no regrets as far as, uh, as far as, uh, you know, uh, staying with coaching, but it, it is a tough job. Officiating is, is a difficult job, especially with, with some of the parents these days and, 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 you know, the reactions to things and, uh, when you get down to it, it's just a game, and uh, there's always going to be a winner, and there's always going to be a loser, and you have to you have to w- uh, learn from your losses, and uh, and and you know win with uh, win with some dignity. So um, you know, leave the officials alone, and uh, and let them do their job. They're doing the best. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Talk a little bit about your camps. It it, it never fails. I look it on Facebook, and you know, I follow your camps and. Oh, there's a day off of school. We're gonna have a camp, or yeah. you know, the uh, summertime. And, and I still, what is your percentage of half court shots at the end of each day of uh, camp? Yeah. I, 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 I makes or misses. I mean, it's uh, just you, you have know. as much fun. You have as much fun as the kids do uh, in coaching those camps. Yeah, the camps have been around. You know, I used to work at Macaulay camps when I was younger. Uh, DC Wilcutt actually. Uh, the phone number to the Ed McCauley camps was was piped into DC's uh, home, so he kind of ran the camps for for Easy Ed, and uh, uh, I just started to I, I'm, I'm like this could be something that I could get into. So once I once I got into coaching, I started to run the camps. Um, it every week I have a, a a parent come in, and I have ten weeks this summer. They come in and they say, Coach, I used to come to your camps, and now I'm sending my son or daughter to your camps. And uh, so it's it's been around for this will be my 36th summer um, uh, running the camps. And you know what? It's not work. All the work is really kind of done on the front end of it. Um, and uh, I I just really enjoy being around the game. And and you get to play basketball all day and and talk hoops with with young kids and. They're, they're they're asking you questions about your coaching career and uh, my players and assistant coaches actually help me out and uh, it uh, it beats working for a living Jimmy that's for sure no doubt about it well Bob I it's always great talking to you I appreciate the time congratulations on being inducted this weekend into the Hall of Fame down in Springfield and, and I can't think of anybody that deserves it more than you my friend thanks Jimmy I really appreciate it and thanks for having me on today I really enjoyed it No doubt about it. Bob McCormick, he's the head coach of Priory. He will be inducted into the Missouri Hall of Fame this coming weekend down in Springfield. It's always great to catch up with him and talk some hoops. And we definitely will catch up with Coach next uh, winter and that talk a little bit about more Priory stuff when it gets to basketball season. For Coach, I'm Jim Powers. Thanks for tuning in. Next week, we jump into girls' soccer. It's been a great season. The first power rankings came out last uh, earlier this week. We'll really sit down and chat about those with some of the great soccer coaches around the area.
For Coach, I'm Jim Powers. Thanks for tuning in to Inside the Lines, the high school sports podcast, right here on Scoops with DannyMike.com and the High School Sports Caravan.